This podcast is sponsored by the Social Enterprise and Crowdfunding Conference. Learn more at secfc.co. Welcome to Your Mark on the World, bringing you another changemaker with champion of social good, Devin D. Thorpe. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Your Mark on the World show. I'm your host, Devin Thorpe, and this show is produced for the yourmarkontheworld.com. We're excited to have with us today a couple of great social entrepreneurs from PayPerks, founder and CEO Arlen Davich, along with CTO and co-founder Jake Peters. Jake and Arlen, thank you very much for joining us today. Thanks for having us. Hi, Devin. Well, the pleasure is all ours. Arlen, why don't you take just a minute and explain what PayPerks is. PayPerks is an education and rewards program designed to help consumers better understand and use financial products. So we're focused on um, typically folks who are low or moderate income consumers, so real Americans, um, helping them you know, use financial products in ways that help them save money, maximize convenience, maximize safety and security, and reward them for actually engaging in those behaviors. Well, that really is a massive market, and the first thing that comes to my mind is that if you find a way to do this profitably, there is a huge opportunity in front of you there. Well, absolutely. I mean, we define our market as what we call the underserved. Um, we, we quantify that as 100 million people in the U.S. and close to 3 billion people globally. So anytime you're focused on serving an underserved market, that is, a de- by definition, a big opportunity. Yeah. Well... Yeah, huge numbers, aren't they? And and I imagine that you can expand your geographic turf beyond the United States once you have some scale. Absolutely. I mean, our platform is built for scale. We're already bilingual in English and Spanish, and it's very extensible into other languages. So the use case, um, we work very a lot with prepaid cards here in the U.S., and there's a use case for that abroad as well. So we're just starting to think about how the model applies uh, internationally. Good, good, because there are only 4 billion people that might fit the niche uh, that you're serving outside of the United States. That's right. Yeah, we 3 to 4 billion, depending upon who you're talking to. Yeah, good good little market. Well, uh, Jake, maybe you could take a minute and give us some specifics on some of the product offerings. Yep, so we have one main product. It's a rewards platform. It's a platform that we host ourselves at papers.com. Um, we work with financial institutions behind the scenes to set up integrations with processing networks so that consumers can come and link their financial products to our rewards platform. So what that enables us to do is see how they're using their product and, and through that usage we can offer them custom education which takes the form of, um, of cartoon-based quizzes and tutorials um, and we also offer them sweepstakes-based rewards opportunities. So cardholders can you can earn points um, for engaging with their card in certain ways that help them do the things that Arlen talked about earlier while also helping the issuers of those financial services products um, improve the profitability of them so it's a win-win situation um, and for engaging with our platform consumers earn points both from taking the educational quizzes and from using their card in certain ways that we, we tell them um, and those points are worth chances to win cash prizes and sweepstakes that we run. Um, and then those cash prizes are loaded directly back onto their financial services products, their cards, their prepaid cards. Great. Now, Arlen, why don't you walk us through kind of a use case scenario that highlights this 
the, the way that you address this underserved population and how you help people who traditionally haven't taken full advantage or perhaps wise advantage of modern financial tools. Sure. So the financial tool I'll walk you through the use case of is a prepaid debit card that's used for the purposes of benefits disbursement. So let's say you are a historically cash-based consumer um, and the U.S. Treasury, for example, has decided that you could get a lot of benefit from a prepaid card, so you get your benefits loaded and sent to you uh, in the mail on a prepaid card. So much like a rewards program on a credit card on any piece of plastic, we offer a rewards program that's layered onto that card a traditional rewards program rewards cardholders for spending more, so for every dollar they spend they get points, and rewards them with something incremental to their spend. So for every hundred dollars of spend you might get one or two dollars worth of value that's worth uh, an iPad, towards an iPad or an airline ticket or a hotel stay. Um, at Payperks our model is a bit different in two ways. One is what users earn points for, and the other is what those points are worth. So Rather than give users points for spending more money on their card, which is a bit of a perverse incentive, uh, we give them points for uh, learning about the features and benefits of their card, and then putting those behaviors into practice by minimizing their fees on the card and other behaviors. Um, so these cards are really, most prepaid cards are very good cards for consumers so long as they're used in the right ways. Um, so we're encouraging that type of behavior. So that's one way that we're different. The other way we're different is what those points are worth. So rather than each point be worth something incremental to your spend, um, every point you earn on Payperks is worth, it has value. It's worth a chance to win a cash prize. So it's a sweepstakes model, which we know is very interesting to a lot of uh, the consumers we work with. Um, we give away thousands of prizes each and every month. The prizes range, uh, some of them are, are very small, as small as a dollar, up to, in some cases, $1,000 on some programs. It's, it's less than that. Um, and every point you earn is worth the chance to win one of those prizes. So it's a monthly sweep, sweep cycle, much like most uh, programs. And um, at the end of the month, you log in, you see if you won. And if you did win, the prize can be loaded directly back onto your benefits card, for example. I was going to add something about the way the consumer experiences this. We, we market to consumers in conjunction with our financial partners. So we put things that look like scratch and win tickets in their card packs. We send them emails that look like scratch and win tickets. I mean, these, these tactics are really exciting. So everyone likes the chance to win a cash prize. And the, the, um, the scratchers are very, uh, very visually exciting. People scratch them off and come to the site and enter a code and see if they and claim the points that, that, they can, that are on the scratcher. So that's how consumers find out about, or cardholders of financial services products that we partner with find out about papers. Um, and the behaviors that we drive um, through the mechanisms that we just spoke about are things like using in-network ATMs. Um, instead of taking all your cash out at the beginning of a pay cycle on a prepaid card, keeping your money on the card and using the card at point of sale, which, which increases security, it stops people from spending money, it helps people make electronic payments. Some people don't know that they can use the card at point of sale, um, something that we take for granted. Some point-of-sale transactions are relatively tricky, like using your card to pay for gas station at a pump, um, staying at a hotel, renting cars. So we help people with the specifics of making those kinds of transactions. We also drive behaviors that, that lead towards customer self-service. So some people don't know that you can manage your prepaid account online, so they'll call customer service to get help when they could go to a website um, 
and see their recent transactions, change preferences, change their address, things like that. So those things drive convenience for the consumer, but also reduce the cost of operating the, the card programs for the financial institution. And our long-term view is that things that things that help drive profitability for the financial institutions will help the financial institutions innovate on these products and offer better and better products to the consumers, which will help increase the the you know the social impact that these um, these products can have for for the underserved market. Arlen, tell us a little bit about how and why you launched Payperks. So um, when we were initially coming up with the idea for Payperks, we were drawn to a particular product called Payroll Cards, which we identified as something that could give a lot of value to a lot of consumers. It uh, could also give a lot of value to the financial institutions that were issuing these cards. And yet, despite those two win-win opportunities, the cards weren't really being properly utilized. Um, and so it was that uh, that uh, insight of the misalignment of these great products being available and not being utilized that made us dig into what the barrier to adoption and usage was and we realized one of the big barriers was education and there was not just one education barrier you know there were 30 or 40 reasons why people weren't taking these cards so the initial version of Payperks we created a curriculum to combat all 30 of those barriers to adoption and usage and it was through that pilot we saw a broader opportunity beyond just payroll cards. So, Jake, what appealed to you uh, about the opportunity to join Ireland? Um, I'm a. My background is in creating products using technology, um, web products, other kinds of things like that. And I like. Uh, this was a new space for me, which is always exciting. I was not in payments before. Um, but it combined a lot of things that I like doing, looking at big data, creating um, interactive websites, uh, looking at changing behaviors. Um, and I saw the opportunity to work in what was, a, you know, what is a pretty greenfield space to create something new that no one has done before. So we weren't copying someone else's product. We were sitting down and saying, okay, what is this new kind of product that we could create, this reward solution, and what does it look like? Um, and so that was really fun. And also the opportunity to build a team um, you know, for the first year that Arlen and I worked together, it was just us, and it's been really fun over the past three years building out and and, um, and growing our team here in New York City. Why do you two care about this underserved market? What was it that motivated you to address this problem for this group of people? Well, I think what originally um, the original insight was not a helping people insight, it was a business opportunity insight. And to be able to help people through by solving a business need, I think, was really an interesting business challenge to solve. You know, Jake and I both have gone to business school, and so um, I think the opportunity to apply those skills towards helping people uh, was, was really exciting. And, you know, I think as we've grown the business, we've gotten more opportunities to get closer and closer to the consumer, which has just fueled our passion for what we're doing. So we're doing, um, you know, in the beginning, after we had the initial business insight, we started doing very robust user testing, and that's a practice that we can continue, you know, every other week, I mean, every day we're talking to users, um, and we get to touch, you know, hundreds of thousands of users through our platform every day, but, you know, we're bringing users into our office on a regular basis. Um, you know, I think it's an interesting business because many folks in coming out of business school are launching products for people just like them. 
which allows them to, you know, ping their friends and family for insights on, um, and sometimes valid insights on what the needs are and how to how to create products to solve them. For us, it's a it's a little bit of a different practice. Sometimes it's we have to take a slightly more rigorous approach, um, but I think that is um, part of what has fueled us to be has driven us to be successful is that we put in rigor around getting close to the user. Yeah, I think for me it's really that, you know, sure it's fun to make an app that your friends can use and can help you find a new restaurant, stuff like that. That's not really changing. I mean, those are interesting tools, um, and I love using all of the apps that I use in my phone, but these are not really fundamentally changing my life. And what we're trying to do is offer education and, and financial capability to people that's fundamentally changing their lives. I mean, it, it, it's really amazing. I, I really am not aware of many of the challenges that our, our customer segment face on a regular basis. And it was eye-opening during the first, you know, the first months of working with Arlen, learning about the challenges. And then it was also really interesting watching, you know, having to pitch this business to investors that knew nothing about the unbanked market, talking to partners that needed help serving this diverse community. Um, and it's, it's really amazing to see the feedback that we get from our users that are thanking us for having a profound impact on their lives. Um, and, and that's really satisfying. I mean, some people think of uh, financial services as an end in and of itself, which it is, but it's also a means to an end. So access to affordable financial services can, can be a stepping stone to access to other you know, offerings. Like in some places of the world, we're talking about water and electricity. Um, so I, I think that it's... Um, it really is, to Jake's point, having an impact on people's, their whole lives. Well, Arlen and uh, Jake, I really appreciate you taking the time to be with us today. Uh, tell us one last time how people can find you on the interwebs and engage with you and, and learn more about your product and your offering. Sure. So come to payperks.com, www.payperks.com, to learn more about our product. Right now, we have a limited set of cards that are available for linking on the site, but more will be coming soon over the next year. You can email us at help at payperks.com, um, and you can also find us on Twitter at, at paypersb2b. Um, if you are a, a potential partner of ours or if you are or you are a cardholder, just at paypersk. Um, we're also on Facebook. Um, just search for paypersk. Fantastic. Well, thank you both for your time today. It was great to meet you. Thanks, Evan. Same. All righty, let's do some good. Thanks. Thank you for listening. This podcast was recorded via Google Hangouts on Air and is available at youtube.com forward slash Devonthorpe. Subscribe to this podcast on Stitcher or iTunes by searching for Your Mark on the World. Every weekday, Devon hosts a CEO, celebrity, entrepreneur, or other changemaker here on the Your Mark on the World show to inspire and prepare you to make your mark. Devon is a champion of social good, writing about, advocating for, and advising people who are doing good. He is a Forbes contributor who is a recognized thought leader in social entrepreneurship, impact investing, and crowdfunding. To book Devin as a speaker, visit devinthorpe.com. Learn more about Devin's work at yourmarkontheworld.com.
The one-of-a-kind social enterprise and crowdfunding conference on September 26, 2014 at the spectacular Snowbird Resort near Salt Lake City will bring together leaders from across the country in social entrepreneurship, impact investing, and crowdfunding. Register before August 31 for just $60 at secfc.co. The roster of speakers will include Rodney Sampson, author of Kingonomics, Francis Batista, the leading animal rights advocate, and other luminaries. See the full list of speakers at secfc.co. Social entrepreneurs attending the conference will have the opportunity to pitch real investors at the conference. Nonprofit leaders will also be given an opportunity to make a pitch for microgrants and to conduct a one-day crowdfunding campaign during the event. Learn more at secfc.co.